The following audio program contains mature content, including offensive language. Listener discretion is advised. Play the radio. Make sure the kids hear words. You're talking to the guy that remembers everything. Remember that Tommy Buckfuck? I don't feel okay with that. I really don't. is a loser. Biden is hiding people and sucking the blood of children. You know, I'm not even saying anything anymore. No, I'm serious. Why? Or maybe it's just that I'm hogged up on caffeine. And- because y'all get on to me for even saying anything. Oh. I'm done. No, I'm I- done. I'm done. You're supposed to fight back. Look, look. (laughs) I feel like you have a boner right now. I don't. The land of Fujiwa is a shitocracy. First and foremost, I am not fucking RoboTuner. (laughs) Robo, fuck you. That would be so tender. Number one. That's the play for a stripper to just go, oh, yeah, I listen to all of them all the time. (laughs) Why did the stripper turn to Matt Thomas? So where's the stripper from? Thomas, is that you, man? I thought it was genius, RoboTuner. You did a fantastic job. It is. I thought I I just wanted some money so I could buy some pop screen filters. (laughs) You dress up well, Thomas. Man, I didn't know you were into this. You little LARPer, you. Someone shoot me. I have to live with him. All these podcasts in my feed, but something's wrong. Not a single one I follow. They sing their own theme song. Now I have my own, and I really must say, please offer us advertisement so we can do this for pay. Do this for pay. Back in 2015, just a desktop had two mics. We found it hard in social media to get any likes. Then we got new equipment and the world was much more fun. Three years had gone by, now our studio is done. RoboTuner, master of debacle, sitting at the helm. Sushi, keep it back and check, true ruler of this realm. Thunder K shocked both their asses into gear. Alex the intern, why am I even here? We're glad that you have joined for this occurrence of our show. We can't think of lyrics for this part, so here we go. The song is almost over, starting at last. Broadcasting from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwatch, Robotuners in Significant Podcast. <laughs> Occurrence, 154, for Sunday, October the 24th, 2021, in the year the animal that is commonly fried as chicken. Mm-hmm. Greetings, RoboTuner coming at you from the Dungeon and Castle Fujiwa, back again with that low-budget podcast style for your listening enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all of the above. Take your pick. Joining me once again, across the table for me, is my existing romantic life partner, Sushi. Oh, that's me. No, that's not where you do this. What were you going to do? Smack into the mic. No, you only do that if you want to get muted. (laughs) And then... Good lord. (laughs) Then the broccoli chopper, Thunder K. (laughs) Chopper broccoli! Chopper broccoli! Broccoli thunder! Chopper broccoli! Would that be lightning grilled broccoli? (laughs) 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 And then we have next to him, his youngest son, Alex the Intern. (laughs) Fat. Fuck you. I said fat. Oh, I thought you said fap. (laughs) I thought you said said fag, and I was like, that's fucked up. I didn't say that. He wouldn't say that. I know he wouldn't. I was just saying. cut that from the feed at all all together. What feed? The, the barely hanging on feed we have today for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about that. 
Well, we need to because uh, if you're listening and it's really shitty today. On the YouTube, that is. On the YouTube. Then, uh, yeah, we don't know what's going on. We have a fix now next week. Well, in two weeks, actually. We don't have a – we're not doing a live show next week. Um, yeah, gonna I think be doing, be better I'm going to be producing one after the fact with the audio that I capture during our trip. So, so should I just have little interjections that I just put in there somewhere? I'm like, I'm here, too. That's up to you, man. Oh, you're just so sad. <laughs> that was so funny. We'll record you being on FaceTime all sad. Yeah, that's what we'll record. When we get off, we'll laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, Robotuner will get his little recorder and like record the conversations we have while I'm on FaceTime. And then he'll get off and be like, yeah, that fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Did I say, he'll be like, yeah, that fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that fucking loser, man. Oh, shit. So, just a couple things I wanted to touch. Yes, so... As we mentioned before, next week at this time we'll be in Salt Lake. Well, actually, this time next week we'll be back from Salt Lake City, Utah. That's really making me thirsty. That's twice that you guys have done that. <laughs> want an alcoholic beverage back there? No, thanks. Well, we'll give you one every 15 minutes. <laughs> no, the 60 seconds. <laughs> Take a drink from every 60 seconds. Wait. We don't want you throwing up all night again. Yeah, we don't want that. No, well, it wasn't all night. It was twice. Once the night of and the once the next morning. Then I felt better. I'm glad you clarified. Yeah. Like I haven't five times already. <laughs> so, yes, we'll be, we'll be back from Utah Halloween, Halloween morning, which is a week from today. And I'll, be, I'll, play, I'll splice something together from the audio that I, that I capture on my recording device of all our adventures and evermore. And the t- somewhat tolerable state of Utah. Yeah, and if, you, if you're in our city and you know where we live, come by, and we'll give you some candy so you can experience oh, Halloween yeah. in my front yard. All the, all the Halloween decorations that we have in the front yeah. at Castle Fujiwa. Can you make it sound less like I, I'm going to steal your child and rape them kind of thing? Wow, I wow. was just wanting to give people I didn't hear candy. any of those connotations. Is that, that you what talk? you heard? You're so awkward about it. You're awkward, well, but all right. Awkward knows awkward. <laughs> So Amazon Trump, uh, Amazon, Amazon Trump. Uh, no, no, I said I almost said Trime. Is that Jeff Bezos? Is Amazon Trump? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh God! If Donald Trump bought Amazon, I don't know where this world would be. It would be. It'd be wonderful. <laughs> it'd be wonderful. It'd no be more. No more stuff shipped from China. No more. All China. in the USA, baby. Because we're making shipping great. We're making consumerism great again. <laughs> Make Amazon great again. Why'd you say it like me? Make we'll, Amazon great again. We'll, we'll turn the whole thing red. Red pants? <laughs> make, make Amazon great. What, what's that look for? Communism. <laughs> well, the Make America Great Again hats were red. Communism. Okay. All right, whatever. You're a communist. Too tough. As I was saying... Amazon Prime uh, uh, Video oh, dropped you. <laughs> dropped a real piece of gold earlier in this week. <laughs> now, by definition, it's not new, but it is new to those that are the new in the U.S. That, as far as it being on a streaming platform, I'm referring to a very short series of six episodes called Garth Marangi's Dark Place. Dude. <laughs> he made me watch them. 
Come on, Sushi. You must watch this with me. He's uh, like, he, no, I'll be in the, I'll be in bed, and I'll be reading my book like I normally am right before I go to sleep. And he'll be like, hey, let's your literotica. No, not literotica. With <laughs> werewolves having sex and shit. <laughs> Doggy style. <laughs> that's oh. God, that's low brow, that man. So I wasn't going to go there. That's so gross. <laughs> you just said werewolves having sex. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, every time I get to those parts, I just skip that shit. I'm oh, like, yeah, I'm sure you do. Ask him. I do. You, she does. He knows does. exactly what I'm she like. She just bookmarks it for later when you're not around, Matt. No, dude. I go. Oh, you're going you're gonna to go play with Dustin? Okay, let me go to my book. No, I go, ew, gross. And I go, flip, flip, flip. I hate those parts. It's disgusting. Anyway. Well, it's probably primal, too. Like yeah. animals would actually. I, I don't know. It's just, I, I just want to know level. the story. I don't care about the that part. We know what goes on. I just want to hear Sex. the story. You want to know how the puppies are made? Okay, some of these books. Okay, let's get back on subject. What yes. he's talking about. So Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. This was a si- this is a six episode series that aired in the UK on BBC Channel Four, and it stars um, it stars Matt Holness, Matt Berry, who's one of my favorite comedic actors from the UK, uh, Richard Ayoade Io- I- from the IT Crowd, which and he starred in with, with Alice Matt Lowe. Berry. Yeah, he's also yeah, which he also was in the IT crowd with uh, uh, Matt Berry and uh, Alice Lowe, who's been in. She's been in, qu- in quite a few stuff, and she was also the uh, psychiatrist in Bandersnatch, the dark. Um, uh, what is that series on? Oh, oh, Black Mirror. Yeah, the Black Mirror Bandersnatch interactive Netflix episode. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a satirical show about low budget thrillers. Uh, like suspense hor- slash horror type thriller TV shows in the eighties, and a lot of the tropes that go behind it, but the production values and the shit that they talk about is just <laughs> freaking ridiculous. But it's right up my alley. I'll give you an example. <laughs> so one of the episodes, Ellen. By the way, the guy that's the, the lead in the show—they're actually—they're actually actors, or in his case, he's a writer, but he's playing somebody. Else on his show, so his name is Matt Holness. The, his character's name is Garth Marenghi, and the name of Garth Marenghi's character that he plays on the show is Rick Douglas. And all this stuff happens at a hospital. So he wrote, directed, and starred in the show. And uh, Richard Ayoade, uh, the the tall black dude from uh, the IT crowd, he he's his publisher, and he also plays the uh, I guess the head of the hospital that they work at. Anyway, but just kind of all kinds of ridiculous, like low budget shit that you can tell is fake. Like <laughs> at the end, of, at the beginning of the episodes, it always starts out he's driving his car, and you can tell it's a fucking modified go kart that's not even going anywhere, and you just see lights going by. <laughs> and one of the episodes, you find out that he had a he had a son that was half human, half grasshopper. He's like, yeah, I'll I'll tell you about it. he died maybe after a couple shots of scotch whiskey. But I'll just uh, tell you this. It involved, involved a jump that was way too high and moving helicopter blades. <laughs> and uh, so he adopts a mutated eye that he kills the father <laughs> and adopts him as, as, a son, as his own son and has to steal, uh, has to keep him hidden for the rest of the hospital. And another one where they drink water and they all turn into apes and just <laughs> ridiculous shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's another person that made an appearance. Noel Fielding, the the goth uh, network guy from the IT crowd. 
He was also in the yeah. what? Oh, in the, the Mighty, Mighty Boosh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and I found out that the the lead character of the whatever Darth Marenghi show. Yeah, Matt Holness. He was actually in the Haunting of Bly Manor, which was a TV miniseries. Oh. I don't know if you. I watched it, and he was the Jolly Coroner, and then he was also the Altar of the Dead. Which I, I mean, he's he's got parts that he's played in different shows, um, but I mean he's done a little bit, but not as much as Matt Berry and and Richard Iwade. Yeah, yeah. The show, the show's pretty fucking hilarious though, and it even interjects in between some scenes in the actual show where their uh, their uh, actual actor personas are being interviewed, and they just talk about the what it was like on the on the set of like yeah we can we can't do this stuff anymore today you can, we couldn't talk you couldn't make these episodes today because of i guess pc climate or whatever <laughs> anyway the show's just fuck fucking all out ridiculous and i love it didn't you say that matt berry was on disenchantment yeah he was Merkimer, the prince who got turned into a pig who was richard Audi on that uh i, I think he you. was one i think he was one of the advisors he was alva gunderson he was the vo- voice of Gordy. Gordy, okay. Uh huh. And Alva. Okay. Um. Yeah, Gordy and Alva. He's been on several episodes. Okay. Makes, oh, makes sense. He was also on the Mandalorian TV series. Was he? Mm-hmm. Hmm. He was Zero, the voice of Zero. Wonder what episode that was. Uh, chapter ten, chapter six. Oh, speaking of, that's another piece of news that hit mm-hmm. this week. The Book of Fett is coming out on December 27th on Dis- on Dub Plus. Did you see And it's going to be a movie. It's not going to be a series. Did you see who's not returning to The Mandalorian? Gina Carano? That that's no. that's not news. No, not that one. Oh. Wow, you just tried to act like you were going to call me out. It's that chick. Um Oh, are you talking about Katie Sackhoff who played Bo-Katan? Yes, she's not coming back. Oh. Hmm. Well, is, uh, what's his name, the lead? Is he coming back? Because I heard he was going to another. Yeah, I uh, heard that too. Pedro Pascal, I've heard that he's not going to actually be in costume for, or he's not planned, he's not planned or to be in costume, but he is going to provide the voice. So. <coughs> Looks like that show's falling apart. Yeah, it could be. But I know that he's also, that also could be with scheduling conflicts because he's also starring in the TV adaptation of The Last of Us on HBO. Yeah. So, which, man, I can't, I can't play that game very long. Is that a uh, zombie? Yeah, that's a zombie game. Is that the one where the, the dude and the girl? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you're. His uh, his biological daughter dies at the very beginning, and it's probably right. one of the saddest scenes I've ever seen in video game history. Right? Yeah, I watched I watched my oldest play that one, and uh, he was I got uh, I I got it free with the uh, PlayStation Four that I got, and I was, after yeah. watching him play it, I was like, Nah, I don't want to play that. Yeah, it just seemed way too melodramatic for me. I mean, there are some games out there that really cross that line to where it's despite the experience that you go through, it's if your characters just go through so much turmoil and the really? ending just seems lackluster, it just seems like the entire experience isn't worth it to me. 
I felt that way about Beyond Two Souls. Fuck that game. So, yeah, what did you think of The Last of Us 2? I actually haven't played it. I just know that it's, like, yeah. critically panned and hated at the same time. Hey, <laughs> look who's in the chat. <laughs> Aunt Donna. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Aunt Donna. She's going to answer back <laughs> out loud. She's going to be like, how do, how do I put it in the, the, the talkie box? <laughs> So, just one, la- one last thing, speaking of video game endings. I know I'm late to the party, and I'm not going to really say anything, even though the game came out four years ago, and I think the spoiler buffer is already passed. I beat Final Fantasy XV yesterday. I hadn't played it in four years, because I got stuck on one of the bosses, and I finally passed it and re- reduced the difficulty to easy, just so I could say that I finished it. That's another game that I felt like... I understand it ended the way it did. I just wasn't happy about it. Hmm. Um, yeah, after, I don't know, two or three hours of listening to zombie-like noises coming from the den, it's a relief well, that you're done with that yeah, game. Yeah, it had some hard-ass <laughs> battles toward, at the very last part of the he game. He is battle-worn, Sushi. I would like you to battle repeat... Battle-worn. I want you to repeat some of the noises that you make when you play these games. <laughs> That's one of them. And there's another one. <laughs> yep. It sounds like he's crapping his pants. No, he does it a lot. He's like hissing. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I thought he scatted when he was. Well, I do sometimes. Like no. if I'm uh, in a really high tense period and like it's almost like making a long jump. I'm not sure if I'm going to make it. I'm like, ah. yeah, yeah, he does do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the do the hiss one. What? You just did. Yeah. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one drives me crazy. I'm like, all right. It's kittens. time to stop. You it's need time to watch for kittens. kittens and puppies. Kittens, kittens and, and puppies. puppies. They don't have any games like that for the Xbox. You don't need one, games. Though. YouTube provides all the kitten enjoyment. You mm. just sit back and watch and calm down, and then you come back to the game anew. Come back to the game anew, man. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I have to turn my video game down to make sure it's not my video game making that noise, and it's him. Yeah, you're turning around going, what the hell's going on? I uh, know. I'm like, am I being chased by a zombie right now? <laughs> am I being chased by a zombie right now? I don't know. All right, so that's where you pay. Somebody, if you look, well, I doubt for, for those in here are going to be able to see, but for those that are, right behind Sushi's shoulder is her son. Don't don't don't. Yeah. There he is. That was bad. That was really bad. Just yeah. didn't, you didn't have to move the camera. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So you guys actually wanted to talk about uh, New World, the. Yeah, the Amazon, the Amazon published oh, uh, MMORPG that you guys have been talking about the I last couple weeks. I thought Markham had a really good take on the game because he's you know already level forty in it, and uh, he Trader. we were talking Trader, about it last Trader night. Biatch. So here I'm going to give him the mic. Pass the mic. Just because pass the I mic. joined an actual guild doesn't mean I'm a traitor. Traitor bitch. I'm still in the bitch. same faction. Traitor I just bitch. didn't want to be in a group Mommy, of five I wanna, people. I want to play a game with you guys. Hey, you got to speak into the front, not really the top. Say that. You got to speak into the front. The front I was no, speaking. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. All right. Speak okay. louder than bitch. Bitch. I'm trying bitch. my traitor best. Bitch. Traitor bitch. Okay. So what would we want to talk about? <laughs> well, tell... Tell them how you're a traitor bitch. Okay. So I did join. uh, We are on server Antilia on the east 
Don't tell them when we play. Stop. Yeah, so if, if you if you want to join us, we're on that. You're on server genitalia. Yeah, yeah. We're also uh, <laughs> we joined the covenant. We really need people because we're losing really bad. So if anybody's willing to join, all the two people that listen, yes, uh, yeah, all the two people that listen, <laughs> yeah. And the best company in the game is Reign of Illuminati. Yeah. Reign of Illuminati. Yeah, Reign of Illuminati. Yeah, that. I don't quite get that. Yep. And anybody who leaves the Reign of Illuminati is a traitor bitch. All right, traitor bitch. So my take on the game is: is it's it's fun in certain aspects. The combat's okay. The biggest issues I'm having right now (laughs) is I'm way under leveled for PvP. I just need to get a lot better at that and work really hard. Uh, my take on the game is it's it just it, it's too grindy. It's way too grindy. If you have a lot of time on your hands, then that would be a good game to play. If you don't, I wouldn't recommend it. You little bitch. How about you, Uncle Kenneth? What's your thoughts? I don't know. I kind of agree with your assessment, Trader Bitch. But <laughs> um, I actually have a lot of fun with the game. You know, some of it's a lot real, a real grindy, but some of it makes up for it in. Some kind of unique gameplay that I haven't seen in a lot of MMORPGs. Not swimming animation, though. <laughs> the swimming animation's awful. There is not swimming it needs, animation. It really needs horses. Horses. And swimming. Yes, please, for the love of God. They have this achievement system, which is kind of, you know, weird. You know, you kill a million turkeys and you get, uh, uh, you get a title. That's all you get. Turkey killer. But I, I said earlier today that uh, I think there should be achievement for how far you've walked in the game, and I kind of suspect that it was there at one time. Yeah. And then after uh, they played the game for more than an hour, they realized that they could not set the the height tall enough for it to be worth it. I mean, because you walk so much in the game, five kilometers you'll get in the first ten minutes. You know. 50 kilometers you'll get in the first hour. 100 kilometers you'll get in the first day. There, Literally, you walk that much. And it sounds like, oh, well, the kilometer must be you know, scaled down. No. The kilometer is like really walking a kilometer. It takes forever. At least it feels like it when you're like anticipating going to go complete a quest and you have to walk a kilometer and a half to complete the quest and then hour later you get there and you're like what was i here for yeah or when the enemies like have the stupidest fighting style like the freaking pirates with the must with the little pistols oh, i hate those things i they can't hit they're like stormtroopers <laughs> they can't shoot you i know but like if you get surrounded by like two or three you're you're yeah, basically you're fucked Oh, yeah, and well. in the higher levels, they actually have a uh, auto shot mechanic. So they, instead of just shooting once at you, they sh- unload like fifteen bullets, and you yeah. gotta like either 15. dodge all of them. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's, I've seen three or four. I don't quite seen fifteen, it, but I well, know what he's talking about. It, it will drain your HP like a snap of a finger. I think that there's another thing that bothers me about it is, so I'm a level, I'm a level thirty one. And if I go into a level 15 area, if there's three level 15s there and they find me all at once, I'm dead. I'm dead. And it doesn't matter what I do. I can try to heal. I can try to battle them. But that's more realistic in my opinion. I hate... The one thing I hate about EverQuest is that once you leave a zone, that zone is useless. You know, once you've you've progressed past that zone, that zone is useless. 
the only way that you could do that is to get multiple enemies to attack you, but that never happens because they always seem to attack you one by one. Okay, I see what you're saying there. But I, I, as more enemies attack you, yeah, they should be able to take you down. I like I've always liked that about uh, the old like Star Wars: The Old Republic. It's like every time you leave a zone and you have to go back there, they scale you down the level of the zone. They cap you out. Yeah. And so you're still, you're a little overpowered still, but there's still a chance that they could take you down. See, the one thing I liked about EverQuest, it doesn't seem to be the case here, is that you could choose to go into areas that were way overpowered for you. Right. And that was your choice just because you wanted to look around. In this game, it doesn't seem to be that way. There, I mean, there are places that you could go, but they have walls, physical barriers that stop you from doing that stuff in some cases. Like that uh, that cave we went in. We had to have three people at certain levels to get in. Yeah. I mean, that to me is, I want to go in and just to explore, even if I get my ass handed to me. I just want to see. Yeah. So the good thing about this game that I like is that Going back into smaller level zones, like a level 15 to 20 zone. Still feels like it yeah. has some sort of you, yeah, you can go back weight and, to it. Yeah, you can go back and collect all the resources there because you're yeah. still going to need those resources and to, to improve onto yeah. higher level resources. Right. Because you can't get yep. like a tier 5 resource. That's exactly what bothered me about EverQuest is once you got tiers done, mm-hmm. like tier 1 through 7, once you got, once you started t- uh, making items higher than that, then you just didn't need it anymore. It became completely useless. The you sold it on the marketplace, it became completely worthless. Yeah. So a, a big problem about this game is I've seen the marketplace, the demand for things in the marketplace is overseeded how much you can pay. So. It's everything's very low prices. Can you speak in the microphone, dude? And and pretty much uh, currency is worth more than the items in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what that terminology well, is, but it's harder to get money than it is to get the which, items. Which one of you nasty asses ripped a fart? Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Wasn't me. Someone farted in the podcast. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me, man. Why'd you throw my ass? <laughs> anyway, back to what he was saying. I think the economy is, if they don't get on top of the dude that's selling the money in the chat, if they don't get on top of that guy, we might as well just kiss this economy goodbye. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I don't know if you've been on the EverQuest, but when they start going 15 million plat for, you know, a ring, it's retarded. Yeah. It becomes unsustainable and that's the problem with this economy is it i don't feel like this economy is going to be sustainable for too long because everybody can do everything right Mm -hmm. this this is where and i hate to keep going back to this but i know where he's going (laughs) this is this is where a game and i really just want the original makers of star wars galaxies to come back and make another game like star wars galaxies even if it's not in that realm, even if yeah, it's not, if it's in not Star the Wars IP, yeah, for Star Wars at all, even if it's just a, a space game or, or a medieval game that had the same concepts, where everybody had a job, and they did that job, and they made money from that job, and it, it was completely required upon the person to work with other people to get things done. For instance, you had a doctor, 
you couldn't you could not go out and hunt without a doctor because the doctor would would give you buffs that you would make you more successful out in the wild and then you had the dancer the dancer would be in the uh, cantinas um dancing for people and uh, giving them a certain buff that would let them rest better or heal better or whatever and the, the total the gameplay was dependent on all these people who had other jobs and it was done in a video game that was made 20 years ago so most yeah 2003 is when it came out so why can't we do that now who knows i feel like they're trying to get whatever they can out as quick as they can and there's a lot of complex that's the thing new world has been coming out for four or five years how long did it take them to make star wars Galaxies? i think they focused on the ui more than they did the code in the background to create they, they a took better the game. everquest one engine and developed they developed it into star wars galaxies okay i, I get what you're saying but in this game they i think they were focusing more on the way the video game looked and how you f- like w- no because the I think the video game is beautiful. I think it is beautiful. I, I agree. think it's gorgeous. I think the water could be, yeah, the water could, could be, be better. better. But <clears throat> I do, I do agree that, that that's one of the best things about the game is just how everything looks really well. Like if you're, if it's a house in a city, it looks like, it looks like something I'd want to move into. It doesn't look like all blocky and like you know everything's an apartment. <clears throat> I still feel like the game was slightly rushed, though. Oh, I agree with you. I mean, I just think that the game's missing a lot more content. It needs more content. I'm sure it's, you know, honestly, with Amazon being this big company and them wanting to break into the publisher market, I can really see that they would probably push forward with some up, some killer updates now that they have their feet wet and they have a, a code base that they can build on. Yeah. So maybe the next releases will be a whole heck of a lot better and worth it. It's like when... Uh, um, what the hell was the name of that? ESO came out. ESO was awful when it came out. Bugs, problems. We jumped on it when it first came out, and then, uh, and then after several years, it became a very playable, popular uh, MMORPG. You know, Genshin. Even though it's 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 Genshin very Impact, popular, yeah. it's uh, it's a playable MMO. It's not an RPG. No, it's an RPG. It's just not a but massive multiplayer. Well, it is massive. I mean, you it's can massive, but it's not as multiplayer. There's, no it, there's a lot you of just can't broken multiplayer. Yeah, broken multiplayer. Okay. Anyway, regardless of that, um, even when they have their releases, the two point one, the two point two, and everything, there's still bugs in it, and they work the bugs out as they move on to the next upgrade that they do and the next upgrade that they do, and I feel like. This video game will probably end up being like that. And if we can get in and we can level ourselves up to a higher level within the game, we can be part of the elite groups that stay in these games and continues to play until the end of time. Like I used to do with repels, mm-hmm. man. But that was such a that was more grindy than this game. Like, I mean, but if, they, if you were. I don't mind a little grindy because there's no way you can't have a game that isn't grindy at all, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if you were working towards something, some type of goal, that's one of the things I kind of like about this because there's miniature goals and all this. Mm-hmm. You may, uh, you may not 
like to battle all the time. Maybe you just want a trade skill, and they have a they have a upgrade path for every trade skill type there is, and that's kind of cool. But the problem is, is everybody can be everything, right? And so that's where the market gets a little muddy. Muddy is because if everybody can do everything, why would you go to the market to buy stuff that you could do yourself? That's why you need dependency on other people. Okay, but hold on a second. You have to do the quests to get certain recipes. You have to do the quests to get certain furniture types. The drops are random, so you don't always get the same thing on every single thing that you, when you pick up a drop. And when I say drop, I mean when you go to the crates and rummage through the, the crates that they have. Um, like my recipes that I have, you no, don't have. None of have. those are difficult. And you're talking about a very niche but you're part all, of the market. But you sometimes you get doubles of those recipes and you can sell those on the market. Sure. So if somebody you're talking, doesn't again, have Again, you're it, talking about something that's very niche, but the big money is, gonna, is not going to be from those little items. The big money is going to be from harvesting items, from things that people, if I'm too lazy to go chop down 300 wood, then I can go to the market and buy it. But the problem is, is it's super easy to go chop down 300 wood. Right. But, and also you have to chop down the 300 wood in order to make the higher level things and you get okay in this game but for that's instance, that's exactly my point if everybody was had their own path to go down right. if i'm a woodworker or you're an armorer no, i'm agreeing with you no i, I know but i'm okay. saying if i had a, if i was a woodworker and you were an armorer and i needed metal for my for whatever reason for my woodworker then i would go to the market and buy metal from you and make whatever i needed to make but you okay but hear hear me out Okay, so like for instance, I went into a higher level area in this game that I was not supposed to be in because I was level 15 and I went in a level 50 area. Um, and they ha- and actually it was higher than that, but they had level 50 peacocks, fire peacocks. And I was like, that's cool, I'm going to kill it. So I killed the fire peacock and I could not um, skin, skin it. I couldn't skin the peacock. And it was because I wasn't high enough level in skinning to be able to skin that Well, peacock. did you try extinguishing it first? Because it was on fire? Yes. <laughs> anyway. Know. Anyway, with that, with that being I said, um, this the game makes it so that you have to do everything in order to be able to carry any of that stuff, too. Which is why the economy yeah. is breaking in the game. Exactly because everyone can do everything and unlock everything. Right. Now, whether or not you choose to do that is, you know, up to you. So the market will function. It's just going to limp along until it, until the guys that are selling money screw up the market, which is going to happen. Which, which a good thing is they have been actually cracking down on it. At least on our server they have. So right. that's just one good thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and I hope to continue to. I mean, they should ban those accounts immediately or the market's just going to suffer like every other game that's happened on. And yeah. so what they do is they crash the market. They come out with a patch to to offset the market crash, and the patches just make things worse, it feels like. And I just hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. There, I, it, there is a big issue, though, uh, that even bigger than what you're talking about. Duping, duping glitches, as in duping currency. So let's say you have... 10,000 uh, gold or whatnot, you can dupe it 
for 20,000 and they keep duping that over and over again. How? How? I'm not Is this spreading. a bug? I'm not spreading that information because that's wrong. Do you know how to do it? Yeah, but I'm not going yeah, to do it. Write it down, buddy. I'm write not, it down. I'm not going to do it. Daddy needs a new house. I, I need a ton of houses. I have yeah. 2,500 gold and I'm not duping It does you no good in real life, you guys realize. I know. It actually takes away from the game when yeah, you do stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, those are our thoughts on New World. I do not want to discourage anybody from at least trying the game because actually the, it, the game is beautiful and it does have a lot of things, just to say some nice things about New World because we, we've been dogging it, but there are some really nice things about the game. When you go and play and you fight, it's not like the click a icon and you do some special uh move it really feels like you're you're really fighting in a fighting game like yeah and our in our dungeon time combat. today was pretty was pretty awesome i felt yeah. like the dungeon was the best part for me because doing everything else seemed it started to become tedious but when we got in the dungeon today it was like we fought through i felt like i was accomplishing something and it was it was pretty awesome. We were working together as a team, and I, I really like that. That's why I like MMORPGs because working together with a group of people is my favorite thing. I thought bitching was your favorite thing. That too. <laughs> the PvP fights. Let's talk about the PvP <coughs> fights in the game. So they're actually pretty decent uh, when you're not a very low level. As in, it's a fifty v fifty. There's three factions. There's the Marauders, the Spark. Uh, and I can't remember the last one. The, it was the Covenant. The Marauders the, and the Spark? It, the Mar no, well, the Covenant is the Spark. But, oh, okay. Uh, syndicate. It's syndicate. a Syndicate, yeah. So on our server, the Syndicate has pretty much taken over the entire map. And it's just a... Uh, I don't know. Green's been... Yeah, they've been... Marauders trying. seems like they've been picking up speed. Yeah. Um, our, ours is awful. Yeah. We almost took over an area yesterday. The one good thing we have in our faction, though, is that everybody is united, pretty much. Why do you keep Why do you keep moving the mic? So, okay. So we can hear you. Yeah. So yeah, the our our faction is highly united, but we're just lacking on higher level characters at the moment. I'm if we, if our faction can get like every nearly all of our people up to level sixty, we pretty much dominate. But purple has more level sixties than we do. That's why I'm trying to rush as quick as possible. Well, yeah, we had a really good time in the, the dungeon today. I haven't had a chance to do PvP because I'm only level 25. 26. I'm 26. Sushi's higher than I am because she has more time to play. I have this little creature <laughs> that lives in yeah. my house. And this little creature is probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, she's my granddaughter. Yeah, she's a creature. She's uh, she's Godzilla. 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 So, she's so cute. If you're listening, Faith, I love you. Thunderpaw loves you. All right. Well, as Sushi redirects her camera here, I think it's time for some Sushi news. And thanks for joining us. Uh, I almost called you. We're not done with him yet. We're not done with him yet. Oh, I thought... You we just want him in here to talk about New World. No, got he's got one more story. thing. Oh, that's right. That's right. He has a story, doesn't he? Yeah. Live from the dungeon in Castle Fujiwa, it's Sushi News. 
Your source for news. What the hell are you doing, Sushi News? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. That guy is. And go. Go. Quit looking at my penis. Go now. Okay. Court rules Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos are legally people. More than 80 hippos what? in Colombia are the first non-human creatures to be legally considered people by a U.S. court. More than 80 hippos previously owned by Colombian drug lord Pablo Escobar have a unique distinction in U.S. law. They are the first non-human creatures to be legally considered people. The U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Ohio recognized the late Escobar's infamous cocaine hippos as legal persons for the first time in the United States. The ruling on October 15th came on the same day the Animal Legal Defense Fund filed an application on behalf of the hippo plaintiffs in Colombia intended to stop that country's government from killing the animals. The ALDF announced the decision in a news release Wednesday. The hippos are descendants of four illegally imported by es Escobar. They were set free after his death in 1993. Since then, the hippos have increased their numbers to more than 80, and they are reportedly wreaking havoc on the local local ecosystem. However, some scientists have argued that they may actually be restoring ecological functions lost for thousands of years due to human-driven extinctions. Although Columbia law gives non-human creatures legal standing to bring lawsuits to protect their interests, that country's legal system can't compel someone in the U.S. to produce documents supporting their case. However, a U.S. law allowing interested persons in Colombia to go to a U.S. federal court to seek the ability to obtain documents and testimony, so the ALDF applied for the hippo's rights to compel two Ohio wildlife experts who study non-surgical sterilization to provide testimony on behalf of the plaintiffs. So, yeah, we've got some hippos that are now people. Well, there you go. Yep. Hippos that identify as humans. That's right. I thought I had heard it all. Yep. Rare Pokemon Oreos are selling for thousands of dollars on eBay. Which what Pokemon, <laughs> I wonder? Go on. Um, new Pokemon Oreos are giving fans something to uh. get excited about and providing collectors with a new rev avenue to potentially rake in thousands of dollars. Launched earlier this month... The new Oreo X Pokemon collaboration features the brand's traditional sandwich cookie, this time emblazoned with one of 16 Pokemon, or pocket monsters for the uninitiated. Each pack includes a random selection of cookies that feature classic characters like Pikachu and Charmander, but also one extremely rare Pokemon, the mythical Mew. And as Mew. has long been the case with rare Pokemon cards... The rarest Pokemon cookie of all has become a hot commodity. Going for thousands of dollars, you said? Yeah, and it's just got Mew's face on it. That's it. No. Just Mew's face. An eBay <laughs> search yields dozens of Mew Oreo cookies for sale, with prices listed everywhere from $50 to $10,000 to $100,000. Some listings promise a mint condition cookie, one claims the cookie was only handle, handled with tongs, while others include photos showing the snack tucked safely in a plastic baggie. 
Judging from the items listed as sold, a number of cookies have gone for as low, low as a few dollars and for more than 15000 Damn. Jeez. Got, gotta buy them all. <laughs> Those are some weird stories. All right. So I have conspiracy theory. Okay, so, um, I hate when bad things happen to people. I don't care who they are. I just hate it. And today's conspiracy feels like it's exploiting what happened this week with Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. And I hate that it is, but I also want to put it out there that this is just a conspiracy theory. It may not be true. Okay? Make your own decision. Do your own research. Make your own decision. Yes. So, with that being said, there is a conspiracy tied to Alec Baldwin and this gun but not necessarily Alec Baldwin himself. It goes deeper than that. So apparently, I don't even know how to say her name. Helena Hutchins has a husband and her husband is an attorney. Um, He is a lawyer or an attorney. No, he's an attorney. And he is with Latham and Watkins which is involved in the Durham indictment of the Clintons. And so the conspiracy theory is this, that she was murdered by the Clintons. And okay, so what's now Baldwin was the executioner? Well, he didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I it know. was okay. a planned murder. All right, so this murder is exactly plan. why it didn't make sense the other way around, okay? I, I, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here, okay? Mm-hmm. But... Why? How? That's an awful risky maneuver to to uh, think that by putting a bullet in a gun that he would intend accidentally shoot the right person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's holding the gun unless he had unless he had physical orders to shoot that woman. How would he just accidentally shoot the right person? Because I thought about this too. So this is that part that I was talking about earlier today where. They were taking this pistol. They mean the people from the set. Um, multiple sources connected to the set of this this uh, TV show or movie, um, yeah, movie said that the same Colt pistol that went off in, in Baldwin's hand had been used recreationally by crew members for target practice. So, you know, they do rehearsals before they actually get to the filming and, and do the filming, right? And... Who's to say they didn't already do rehearsals and it wasn't already found out that Baldwin was going to do what he was doing? Okay, but from a cinematography standpoint, ever since what happened to Brandon Brandon Lee Lee. happened, Mm -hmm. they do not point the guns at the crew. You say that, but this happened. Well, I mean, a a seasoned actor like Alec Baldwin Mm -hmm. should know that you, whoever it is, you should never point a gun. Even though they, they keep using the word prop gun, mm-hmm. it was a real gun that had a real bullet in it. 
you know, they, they should know not to point that at Cruz. In fact, if they do a shot, a, cinemato- a real cinematographer, if they do a shot, they point it at a lone camera with no crew members around. Right. Because of what happened to Brandon Lee. No, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, they still did it. He's seasoned. The whole crew is seasoned. Okay, well, then they're all, all of them are responsible. Not one, not two, all of them are responsible. But anyway, regardless of that, they are saying, they meaning the conspiracy theories, theorists of the world, are saying that um, her husband was an in-house lawyer at an entertainment company and practiced at Kirkland and Ellis and Skaden, Arps, Slate, Mager, and Flom, according to his LinkedIn profile. And he just recently, within the last year... Um, signed up with his new um, law office in Los Angeles. Oh, a new firm? Yeah, he's only been there for like he's only, he joined him as an associate this year. And so they're linking this to being possibly about the Clintons since he's a part of the group of people who are suing the Clintons. Yeah. Or investigating the Clintons. So that's some heavy stuff right there. Yeah, it just seems like there would be a lot more people they would put in front of this one dude, unless he had something Not, extraordinary. Well, he's investigating the Clintons. What do you think? Well, there's a lot of people investigating the Clintons. Why this one guy? I don't know. I don't know. It's out there. Yeah, but that's a conspiracy theory that I have. All right. Uh, now we can move on to ghost stories. Oh, that was only one. Yeah. I don't. I only had one today. Okay. We'll get back to them the next time we have a show. So, November. Yeah. Yes, November. So today we got an email. I'm, I'm breaking into the email. Yes. Real quick, and it's from Scott Madison. Hi, Scott. Ooh, ATX Scott. Yeah. Hi, Scott. Hey, and um, I'm. All right. He. I had hinted around about uh, the boys with no eyes. A, 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 a story I was going to read but I never got to and so he was like I, I want to hear the story and so with that being said I am going to read that story it's that weird feedback right I hear it too is it Alex? it's, it's Alex. me, sorry it happens every time I do that why do you do that? shut your you shut butt, your butt. so the, the boys have eyes the boys with no eyes. Oh, with no eyes. Which, actually, that's a true statement because you spell B-O-Y-S, not B-O-I-S. Well, the thing is, is that I, th- I may have missaid the wor- the story because the story I found that I was reading before was the boy with no eyes. So, oh, okay. we'll go there. Okay. It's one letter difference. Calm down. Just read the story. Are you going to do ghost music? I'm worried about it, but I'm going to do it. Oh, that's <laughs> ghost, ghost music. music. This, this is live ghost music. This cheap American drone display. Yeah. Da, da, Not our sponsor. Da, 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 I hope you can skip the side. Ghost stories That's with sushi. All right. Go. The, I can't even hear it. I don't care. All right. There we go. One night, when I was 10, I was woken up by my bedroom door opening. She was woke up. Followed by someone sitting on my bed, Reddit.com user KMendo4 recalls 
of a childhood brush with a very persistent ghostly apparition. He was a newcomer. I felt my leg grazed and the bed sink under a person's weight. His ass was bad. It's just mom, I thought, and I opened my eyes. It was not mom. I found an eyeless boy. He had black empty sockets, about my age, sitting at the foot of my bed. He extended his hand, and in it was a little box. I was startled, but reached out. He pulled back. I reached again and said, give it. Then I blinked, and when I reopened my eyes, he was gone. But I could still see the imprint where he'd sat on my bed. His ass was huge. Fast forward five years. My girlfriend came over to do homework, and after she finished, she took a nap while she waited for her parents. When they arrived, I tried waking her up. She opened her eyes suddenly. Looking up at a corner where the wall met the ceiling, she pointed there and went back to sleep. I shook her again. She came to full consciousness and I explained what she'd done. She looked haunted. Up on the wall, I saw a little boy with no eyes. He was there in a Spider-Man pose, staring at me. I freaked out and told her my story about the same kid. Fast forward another five years. I was with the same girlfriend, and we had a two-year-old. We were living in my parents' house in my old room. My daughter started waking up at the same time every night, and she'd talk. After a while, I noticed she had almost the same conversation every night. I playfully asked her once whom she was talking to, and she said, It's a little boy. He's nice. He's lost and looking for his mommy. My daughter's nightly conversations continued until we got our own place later that year. (laughs) Okay, so that's the end of that story. Okay. If I can find any more eyeless boys stories, I will read those off. But this week we were going to talk about um, our own personal ghost stories. Okay, you want to go first since you got... Well, why don't y'all go first, and then we'll get to me. Have you ever had any personal experiences with ghosts? Uh, I have, but it's really not worth mentioning. It's not that interesting. Well, just say it. I mean, it's a ghost story. Okay. Well, hold on. I I have to think about it for a second. Uh, Well, that's not being prepared for this. Okay. (laughs) How about I do mine, and then he's... Okay, you do yours. Okay. I think I should do mine first. You don't have one. Actually, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I remember it now. So, this happened with my now ex. There was one night, and this we weren't even together a year. It was only a couple months. I, I was living at home the first couple years. Yeah, the first two years we were together because I was still in college, and she had an apartment, so I would just hang out over there and then come home and go to work and then go to my classes the next day so I was about to walk out the door and then she said um, Matt I just have this really bad feeling if you could just stay here for maybe like 15-20 minutes and then then go and I think you'll be uh, I'll be okay I just have a bad feeling so I did and then on the way home I actually had to take the access road because right on the exit that I would have entered on the freeway to get back home there was a multi-car accident with uh, with, that was probably fatal of a car that was driving the wrong way 
down the down the highway. Well, that's kind of like a psychic story, and I mean, we could use that as a yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that's all I have though. Okay. What about you, Thunder? Thunder K. There was a lot of things that weird things that would happen at my dad's house. Um, but one in particular. Not the house he has now because it's brand new, right? It's the yeah. same place, though, right? It, on are the same about, Are you talking about the one in Boyd, or are you talking about the one um, where I don't he lives really now? remember much weird things happening in Boyd, other than maybe every now and again you'd hear a door shut. But, or footsteps down the hallway. But that, you know, yeah. Those could be explained because they were, the house was pretty drafty. and Yeah. But the things that weren't explainable were really the things that happened at my dad's house. And the new one, the newer one that he lived in so many years. Yeah, it's the new old one. So, I know that when we were kids, uh, our siblings used to uh, be really into doing things like Ouija boards and all that kind of stuff. To confirm your step-siblings, not the two of you. Right. Right. Well, yeah. by, by our siblings, that's what I, what I meant. But yeah. um, I don't like to use the word step, which is another scary story. We, we've anyway. been siblings since we were five years old. I or know. him, you were, what, three? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was just being logical. Yeah. For those that don't know you guys personally. Gotcha. So, so anyway, uh, the, the, the bulk of the weird things happened after they started doing the seances and Ouija board stuff in the house. Mm-hmm. It always seemed like things had changed since then. Yeah. And I'm not sure if, I still to this day, I'm not sure if I saw what I saw. Okay. But... Um, we did the seances and the Ouija boards back in my older brother's room, mm-hmm. uh, who now lives in England. Yeah. And when we did those seances, you know, he lived in the bedroom, but a little bit later he went off to the army and I took over his bedroom. And then and then he came back and he stayed in the bedroom with me. One night I was laying there. Uh, sleep and something just I don't know what it was but something woke me up out of a dead sleep and I had sleep in my eyes you know you get up and you, you rub your eyes and it feels like there's you know stuff in your eyes you keep rubbing it I saw a figure standing over my bed and he was rubbing he was rubbing his chin but we gonna say penis <laughs> no he was no, rubbing, rubbing his, chin. his chin it was the strangest thing I just I kept seeing the movement and it scared the poo out of me. I I don't remember saying it, but my stepbrother swore that I said, what are you? And then I got up as fast as I could with my eyes clenched as tight as I could make them, and I ran to the light, and I turned the light on, and I never slept with the light off again. I and believe it. Things were always happening in the house, like my stepmother is a is a chain smoker and you know which you always see kind of weird things in smoke but I've seen things walking down the hallway Mm -hmm. in smoke like really weird shapes you know I've I've uh, heard stuff outside yep but we do live out kind of in the country so some of that could be explained some of it can't so that one night was probably the only time I ever really saw something that you couldn't explain. Couldn't explain. Gotcha. 
What about Alex? You don't have anything? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a few of mine. Um, obviously, Kenneth and I grew up together. Uh, one of the first places that I remember experiencing anything ghostly was when we lived off of Honeysuckle in Fort Worth. You had a, a an imaginary friend named Kip, and you said he was a little boy that lived in the wall. Um, and we always had a good time. I always wished I had had a, an imaginary friend. I never did have an imaginary friend. But something that would always happen to me in this house was, and I don't know if you ever remember this happening, there were two things that happened to me in this house. The first thing was I kept hearing my name being called. I'd hear, it sounded like my mom. Um, it was a woman's voice. And she would be like, Shelly. Shelly. Yep. So I'd get up and I'd be like, yeah, mom. And she'd be like, I didn't call you. I didn't call you. I didn't call you. You're a damn liar. And I I was like, okay, you know, I'm a little kid. I don't know any better. Okay. And the second thing that would always happen to me is um, Kenneth and I shared a bedroom because it was a, I think it was like a two bedroom house. And we were really young. Yeah, we were little. And my bed faced the doorway. And when I would go to sleep, I would close my eyes. And then every time, it would be like right at the same time every night in the middle of the night, I would open my eyes and look. And it looked like a cloaked figure would walk by our doorway in the middle of the night. And it happened on multiple occasions. I don't want to say every night, but it happened pretty frequently. And when that would happen, I couldn't move. I could barely breathe. I couldn't speak. And I, but I, it was kind of like I was scared, but I wasn't scared. Like I couldn't feel. It was weird. It was the weirdest thing. And then it would walk by and I would go back to sleep instantly, go back to sleep. And I, you know, a, a couple of times I thought it was a dream, but it was never, it was not a dream. It was happening. And I, and I would, I would just be like, what is happening? And it followed me because it happened in Houston as well. And one more time while I was in high school, I was sitting in class. I wasn't sleeping, so I knew this was a thing. I was sitting in class. I'm looking, you know, the classroom doors, they have that little window, or they used to. The science classes would have that little window on it, right? And um, I sat, I was sitting there, and I was looking at the doorway, and I just happened to see it walk by the door. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm in school. That's the first time that had ever happened to me. But I was like, okay, this is weird. Why am I seeing this? What is happening? So I don't have an explanation for what it is. I just saw it. It could have been a person walking by the door, but it really didn't look like a person. Um, there are lots of other things that have happened to me. I have at dad's house in particular, uh, when he lived out in Boyd, uh, we would hear people running down the hallway. We were watching a movie one night. You were there too, and you ran outside with us. You may not remember this though, because you were a little younger. But we were watching a movie, and there was a particular part of the movie where we heard someone run down the hallway, and we ran out the front door. All of us ran out the front door. And I don't know what that was. Dad can't explain it. Melissa can't explain it. And so we were like, we just accepted it. Like it was things that happened around us. 
But at Dad's house, the one that um, they just currently tore down, I would see people standing in doorways. Uh, They would have hats on. They would dark. It was like dark shadow people. Um, I never heard anything, but I always felt like something was going on. I always felt something. It was very. It could have been just the way I felt in that house, but I felt like there was always something going on. And one day I was in the den and I was sitting on the couch and I was watching TV and I looked out the window. There was a window right by the TV yeah. and there was a silhouette standing in the window. And while we were like Kenneth was saying, we were in the woods. We walked outside because I think Stella was with me or Jason was one of the two. We walked outside to see what was outside that window and nothing was there. There was nothing there. So it couldn't have been a person because we walked back inside and it wasn't a dirty window or a window that someone had drawn a figure in. It was just a regular window at night and we saw the figure or I saw it and I got scared. So those are some of the things that have happened to me. But I brought Markham in today because when he was a kid, one of the apartments we lived in was very creepy. Um, and he's experienced a few other things too, but this particular apartment, one day I was cleaning the apartment. I was getting it cause dad and Melissa were coming over to my apartment and I was cleaning it. I had the front door open, you know, I was letting it air out. I had just vacuumed everything. I was making up my bed and I looked over at the doorway out, out of the corner of my eye and I saw somebody's head stick out and I walked over and there was a lady who lived next door that had um, some mental illness issues. And so I thought maybe she came in my house. So I walked, I immediately, once I saw that, I walked to the doorway. There was nobody in my hall. I walked down my hallway. I went outside. Nobody was there. I didn't even hear a door shut. Nothing. Nobody was in my apartment. But now I'm going to let Markham speak and he's going to talk about all the things he's experienced up until we got to this house as well. All right, so my stories are, it was in the same house she was talking about earlier. It was an apartment. Uh, I was at a very young age, very young. I think four. four. I was four years old. Uh, The few things I saw that I pretty much haunt me to, no, not to this day, but it's something that I will always remember. So I was laying in bed. It's usually mostly always when I'm either going to bed or uh, at a certain time, just always. Um, so there's one time I was just laying in bed and I was just going to sleep. Everybody, the lights were off and everybody and my mom and her ex-boyfriend were in their bedroom. I was just, uh, laying there and I look over to my left and I, I couldn't, you know, I, I saw something. I saw like a guy who looked like a lumberjack. Uh, he looked like he was swinging an ax. That's what I thought at least, um, but all I know is that I was just staring at him, and I, I couldn't, I froze, I couldn't move, and I was just, I just, I got up really fast and ran to my mom, and I just, I was, you know, terrified. I told her what I saw, and then I laid down in the little uh, yellow chair that she had next to the bed and slept there. So it was a futon. A futon. A yellow futon. That was, that was way too tiny to be a futon. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. And that was the first one I saw. The second one I call the angel with sharp teeth. It was um, 
it was make a short story out of this. It was um, I pretty much was I was just go- I think I went into my closet for some reason and looked up and there was some lady like laying in the top of the closet or just staring down at me and she smiled and it looks like she had very sharp teeth. Uh, it was terrifying, I guess. I ran to my mom, same thing, followed suit. Uh, the third one was uh, somebody standing outside the window because I had a window directly in front of my bed. Uh, we were on the second floor. First, were we in the first floor? Okay, I can't remember that much. Oh, for the apartment you were living in? Yeah. Um, it was just not... It was pretty terrifying. Uh, that was it for that place. The second one I had was... When we, my mom took over my Grammy's house a long time ago, she lived right smack next to a graveyard. That was not fun for me. Uh, I only had one experience with that place. I would always hear footsteps in the middle of the night all the time. And I would get told, it's just the di- it was just the dishwasher or the washing machine or whatnot. But I was, it was nearly every night I would always hear footsteps. It was just too much. And then it went on to my grandmother's house. Not my mom's mom. My mom's mom's mom. Yeah, your great grandmother. My great grandmother. Yeah. 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 So we were we were pretty much. I think we were watching a movie, or was I playing a game? I was playing a video game. You were playing a video game. Yeah, I was playing on my. I was playing on Xbox on the TV. We had to. This is a long time ago. It's when we were. We had. We had to. Uh, we were we didn't only had one TV in the room, and I guess we were being way too loud, and we just heard a. It, it was like a very very loud thump. It was like bam 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 bam. Bam bam on bam. The bricks. On yeah. The outside of the house. On the bricks. Yeah, it, no. It, it was okay. it was super loud, like a place that you wouldn't even expect like that. I, I a, a knock to come from. It was weird. I went outside to check. I didn't see anything. Didn't see anyone out there. It was confusing. Um, another one I had when I was just taking a shower, and I heard either somebody call my. I think I heard somebody call my name, and I heard grunting. It was. It was kind of like. <coughs> I was like, and I heard Markham. Markham. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, I was like, did somebody call my name? I so heard I. It too. Yeah. You heard too. Yeah. So the thing is. is he was so the shower was attached to the the room we stayed in, and I heard the <clears throat> and I heard a murmur, but I thought it was him. Oh! In the shower, talking to himself because he was younger, and I don't know. I wasn't trying to pay attention to anything he was doing in the shower. I was just trying to do my homework, and so <laughs> I was like, whatever. I just moved on, and he. You go ahead and finish. I, I pretty much just opened the door and I go, did you, did you call my name? And she goes, no, I was doing my homework. I was like, oh, okay. And that was that was pretty much it. And I'll go ahead and let you finish this last one. Which one? For the one this for this house. Okay, so when for we... For Castle Fujiwa. Yeah, for Castle Fujiwa. So when we first moved in here, um, the weird thing that happened was his... We, we took this house over from Matt's grandma and her husband. Yes. And they moved out, like, in a... It seemed like they moved out in a hurry, and they wanted us to move in immediately after they moved out. Yeah. But they left a bunch of things here, 
and some of the things they left were remains, uh, like uh, where people had been cremated. Ashes, yes. Yeah, I can talk. Thank you. Where people had been cremated, so they left two boxes here. One was they were both ladies. Um, I don't know who they were. Uh, w- one was his uh, first wife. The other one was his mother. So we were like, this is weird. Um, Anyway, long story short, we got that out. That was weird, but it didn't have anything attached to it. But one day Markham walked up to me and he was like, do you feel like there's something going on here? And I was like, yes. And he goes, do you feel like it's like a male type spirit? And I was like, yes, I think it's a male type spirit. But we just moved on from that because we were like, nothing had really weird happened in the house yet. Um, One day, and I'm just going to go ahead and say this on the show. I don't really tell people this and y'all don't even know that I do this, but sometimes I read tarot cards. And um, we, all, we all knew that you did yeah. that. We okay. All knew oh, I thought yeah. you. I didn't know. No, you read Mom's tarot cards before. Oh, okay. So yeah. So sometimes I read tarot cards. I didn't know I did. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, because I don't associate y'all with that. But anyway, I read tarot cards, and um, Markham had asked me to read his tarot cards one evening. So we went in my bedroom, and I shut the door, and we sat on the floor, and I, I read his cards. Um, you guys were at the house that day. I don't know why we were doing this at the same time, but um, we got up and we were, he and I were talking in the hallway and the light in the living room was on. Okay. And we were talking and blah, blah, blah. Next thing we know, the light turns out in the living room. Well, this light has three bulbs in it. So we walked over and I was like, that's so weird. And I turned the bulbs and they came back on. How can all of the lights go off at the same time? That was my question. Why did they all go off at the same time? So yeah. I was like, Markham, maybe we shouldn't do this in, for a while. I need to smudge the house. We hadn't smudged the house yet. But there are still things... I don't remember us ever doing that. Yeah, we ha- I haven't done it. There's There are things that happen in this house sometimes. Like, we'll hear noises. I mean, I've pointed out some stuff. I, I can't remember every single time, but there are some things that go on. I'm, I know Kim's listening probably, but Aunt Donna has also experienced them as well. Some things, not nothing really scary, just interesting noises that happen in the house yeah. that you kind of question it and you're like, what was that? And some of them were able to debunk, like it is what it is. It's an old house. It's creaking. But some of them were like, why did that happen? But those are our stories for today. Spooky story. Pretty dope. <laughs> Pretty dope. All right. So, do we want to do some stump the Robo Tuna? Hold on, we're stumping Robo Tuna. Not Robo Tuna. Robo Tuner. Bye, All right. Markham. Bye. Thank you for coming in, Markham. I appreciate your input. Yeah, don't forget your drink. Oh, don't yes. forget your drink. Yeah, don't forget your beer. Love you, traitor, bitch. <laughs> traitor. <laughs> and a bitch. At least I am. I seriously love you, dude. Love you, dude. Love you all. Thanks for being number five. Bye, traitor, bitch. Alex, can you latch the door, please? I suppose. Who are you trying to lock out? The scaries? No, but 
the, the air. The ghost stories got you all scared. If you don't have the door shut all the way, the <gasps> air creeps out pretty quickly. Okay. Like, like when she barks? Does the open door have something okay. connection with your, your yes. ass? I guess so, because my butt faces it, maybe? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wants to smell face. your roast. Ew. Gross. He wants to smell your roast, and you're letting the air escape by leaving the door I'm open. I'm really grossed out by what Baby, you're saying right now. I compare you to a kiss from a roast on a spit. <laughs> Penis. Why? Why do you throw that out there? Like, every once in a while, it's, like, random. God, can't I can't take hold. you anywhere. What are you doing? <laughs> He's like, all of a sudden, we'll be talking that serious. Shit. And he'll be like, penis. <laughs> it's too it's too serious right now. I, I need to bring it down. All right, everybody. Penis. This conversation has gotten way too smart. Penis. What? Penis. Penis. See, see y'all, y'all making fun of me, but... Penis. God damn it. Y'all are making fun of me right now, but... The effectiveness is effective because now all of y'all are saying penis. The effectiveness oh, okay. is effective. Is that like tethering? Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. that sentence does make sense. Oh, to be young and make shit up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You ready? Yes. On every continent, there is a city named what? Alexander Rome. <laughs> yes. How did you know that? It just made the most statistical sense. Rome was, of course, one of the first major city-states in history, and it was the center of an advanced empire. But did you know that each continent except Antarctica currently has its own Rome? Even Asia? Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, all, lo- all roads lead to Rome, so it yeah. makes sense. Not all roads. That was crazy. Yeah. There's no roads in the United States that lead to... Well, there is. Well, there's, there's a city of Rome in Texas. Actually. Yeah, Ro- well, it's spelled differently too. R H O M. Roads end up there. I've actually been through Rome a couple of times. Yeah, Rome, if you want to. Route sixty six doesn't end up in Rome. What is the official nickname of Texas? Robotuner. Robotuner. The Lone Star State. Correct. The star is a major symbol of Texas as it reflects their pride when it became independent from Mexico in 1836. The stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he's in San Antonio. Which planet is the hottest in the solar system? Alex Venus. Okay, you're right about that too. Okay. I know my planets. Diggable planets. How is Venus hotter than Mercury? It's 880 degrees. Here, I'll read it to you. I think it's okay. like the composition of Venus allows more heat to be dispersed inside of it. A lot of people might assume that the red planet Mars is the hottest rock on our solar system. I said Mars. But oh, the Mercury is the, the one yeah. that's closest to the sun. Yeah. But the honor actually goes to Venus. Its average temperature is 880 degrees Fahrenheit, 471 degrees Celsius. Wait a second. How do the people think Mars is the hottest? Bro, yeah, Mercury is, is the closest one to the sun. Yeah, Mars is like super cold. I don't know, dude. I, I just work here. What is the most common letter in the English alphabet? Alex Thunder P. E? Yes. Shit, I have no hmm. chance. Wow. Enter on a roll. Which country was the Caesar salad invented in? Robotuner? Uh-huh. Italy? No. Alex, the intern America. No. Oh, shit. Oh, wait. Duh. Ah. Fuck, y'all said duh. Y'all both know it. I don't know it. Oh, you know? Oh, well, I, I think they think it's it's not. Go ahead. Thunder K... 
France. No. Who'd, what did you think it was? I was thinking it was France. Okay. What about you? I, I was going to go off kilter and say Greece. No. Mexico. Mexico? Really? Here's a, here's but it, was, it was named after a guy named Cesar or something. Yeah. Uh, people might expect the salad Caesar was Chavez. invented in Italy, <laughs> but the answer is actually Mexico. It was invented by Cesar Cardini in 1924. Cardini. That's a good salad. That it's even sounds like salad. an Italian last name. I'm surprised you like Caesar salad considering the dressing has sardines in it. Okay. Don't tell me what it has in it. Dude, okay. Caesar, delicious. Caesar salad is like the bomb. Okay. <sighs> Which nuts are used to make marzipan? Marzipan? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is marzipan? Robotuner? Uh-huh. Almonds? Correct. Ding. Sorry, that was an accident. Yeah. Mar- marzipan, which is made of sugar and almond meal, is one of those candies that is slightly obscure, so you might catch a few people out with this somewhat difficult question. I'm going to have a big goose egg. I haven't answered one. What body part is reshaped in plastic surgery known as rhinoplasty? Turkey. Yeah. Your nose. Correct. Come there you on. go. There's your one. Captain. <laughs> If a male donkey is a jack, what is a female called? Oh, I want to say something, but I don't want to get the question wrong. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't even know the answer. Uh, Alexander, wagon. No. <laughs> wagon ass. No jack wagon? I know. Done okay, a Jill? No. <laughs> Robotuner, a uh, Jane. No. <laughs> Jane. Jenny. Jenny. I said Jenny. I knew that. Jenny. Damn it. Oh, I said Jane. I was close. You knew that. <laughs> I actually did. Jack and Jane. Okay. Well, it starts with J. Okay. The beaver is the national emblem of what country? Thunder K. Canada. Correct. Canada. <laughs> Where are we at? We are at. If, if it was a U.S. state, I would have said Virginia. <laughs> Minus the one we didn't <laughs> answer, like plus the one we didn't answer, we are at. No, no, like who's is there ties? Oh, I'm winning. You're winning. How many teeth does an aardvark have? I've asked this before. Thunder K, none. Correct. I was gonna go off Arthur. Arthur had pre- a lot of teeth. Oh. Where did you see teeth? In Arthur. Yes. Where did you see teeth? In his mouth. Pull up, uh, pull up a picture of Arthur's teeth. Okay. Well, he's doing that. What is the diameter of the Earth? I think you've read this one before, too. Now I don't remember. Uh, Thunder K, um, pi R squared. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think. Oh, wait, that's a circumference. I'm sorry. Bitch. God dang, uh, he did. Robotuner? Oh, he lost a tooth. That's an episode where he lost a tooth. Yeah. Those bitches don't have teeth. That's did you say now? Did you say the radius or the diameter of Earth? The diameter. The diameter. Uh, okay, diameter. Which is radius. Times yeah. Two. Yes, I know what diameter That's is. Thank you. Circumference. No, no, no. Y'all are out of control. Yes. No. no. Uh, Robo tuner. Radius mm-hmm. is yes. Twenty million miles. No. No. Of this. No. Uh, You're gonna be shocked when you find area. out. Yeah. It's of like area. All right. Radius is half of the, the diameter. Area. Are you guys gonna take a step? Anyway. The uh, I think it's no, that's the Earth. Greek uh, Greek mathematicians found out that the Earth is twenty six twenty six or twenty three thousand miles long. Like no, yeah, no. I, this isn't the diameter. Okay, 
Jeez, so I think it's like 1300 1300 mm-hmm. no. Yeah, he said 13 million. No. No, I said 20 million. I'm sorry. You're wrong. I knew you were going to be wrong, so I just said no every time you answered. Anyway, go ahead. I already answered. Well, oh, yeah. It's 8,000 miles. 8,000. My answer damn. was the closest. Fuck you. Well, this ain't the price is right, bitch. The price Look, is wrong, If it Bob. was, you'd be kicked off the show for saying fuck you. Fuck you, Shelly. I and know. slapped with an FCC fine. What mm. is the driest continent? Alex the intern, Antarctica. Correct. All right, last question, okay, which last isn't going to make a difference. Okay. Yeah, well, if Dad gets the question right. What is Japanese sake made from? Alexander Rice. Correct. Wow. You beat me to that, that one. All right, well, Alex the intern has stumped both myself and Thunder K today. All right, let's get out of here in, prepare, in preparation for our big trip. For those that may be joining us on YouTube, if you can see this, if you have something you'd like for us to talk about, drop an email, robotuner2020 at gmail.com. Thanks, Scott Madison, once again for your email last week. You can also Thank call. You, Scott. We love you, Scott. You can also call and leave us a voicemail at 682-325-1379. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Robotuner across both platforms. And you can catch us live most Sundays between, starting anywhere between 6 and 7 Central Standard Time, except this coming Sunday. We will not be live. We'll be doing a pre-recorded show that I'll update sometime next week after we return. We're out of here. See you guys next week. Red Pants. Doing the podcast. RoboTuner, master of debacles. Doing the podcast. Sushi's news and conspiracies. Doing the podcast. Thunder K's fun media. Doing the podcast. Alex the intern. Doing the podcast. Shitocracy. Doing the podcast. Red Pants Theater. Doing the podcast. You can't put the chains on, RoboTuner. Red Pants.